Welcome back, OCD family community, and lovely to see you here again at the water cooler. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been discussing treatments that quench when it comes to OCD. And that brings us to our third and final treatment that I endorse, medication support. Pills? Did she just say pills? I heard pills. No, but yes, and? Okay. Hear me out, y'all. Hear me out. I didn't start out with pills, but I am including them because sometimes there's a need for added intervention. I prefer to refer to this treatment option as medication support. And can we all just get real for a moment? Medication support has been around for ages. Got a headache? Take some Tylenol. Could you be having a heart attack? Here, take an aspirin. There are a number of medical conditions where life-saving medical support isn't really questioned, like if you're hypoglycemic or in anaphylactic shock. But when it comes to mental health, now, this is a problem. There's a huge stigma that can surround medication support for mental health because it's sometimes viewed as a weakness for character flaws. But let me tell you, that is pure bull hockey. That's right. I said it. It's fancy. Deal. Mental health isn't a character flaw, and left unattended, it can lead to death as well, which I take no pleasure in sharing, y'all. But it's true. And while it may not be immediate, it doesn't mean it's not worthy of concern. Mental health is something that's shaped by our brain's braining, or as some folks might call it, neurology. The environments we've grown up in, which are often not optional, and if they are, that usually comes at a pretty steep price, and our biology. Talk about how we're fitting in a pair of jeans, will ya? Get it? Jeans? As if we had any control over these factors. And yet somehow mental health or the need for psychotropic medication, which is the fanciest medical verbiage for mental health medication, it is what it is. Hey y'all, I have red hair and chameleon eyes. They change. I don't know why. They just do what they do. And you probably have a different makeup. Was this a problem of your will or character or mine? No, it was genetics. It's how you were born. It's a product of how you're raised. Is a type 1 diabetic being greedy because they need more insulin? No, their pancreas failed them and they will not make it otherwise. Is an anxious person at fault if their serotonin is imbalanced? No, but the stigma remains. And well, I can't help that. I can tell you that I have learned from collaborating with different psychiatrists and gathering continuous hours of training on how these pieces work in concert. Sometimes, y'all, the intensity of the noise around our mental health, think the decibels of intensity here, are way too much. Could we survive? Possibly. Could a person with a life vest survive in an ocean? Probably. For a time. But for how long? And at what cost? And would we point out the weakness of someone who took a helping hand onto a lifeboat? No. So let's maybe check ourselves and extend that same courtesy when it comes to mental health. Specifically, when we're looking at OCD, Medication support can be really helpful in turning down the intensity of intrusive thoughts or obsessional doubts when it's 
too loud to focus, function, or anything else, really. In fact, I'd argue that we don't have to be at DEFCOM 9 before medication support is justified. And ask me how I know, because I, uh, I learned that one the hard way, fam. But what I will say is medication support, well, better than no support at all, it's not my first line of defense, which is why I didn't mention it first when it comes to OCD. In fact, research shows us in a showdown between medication and ERP alone, ERP wins. It's quick to the draw, that one. But in combination, whether we're talking ERP or ICBT, often this is the secret sauce. And if you don't believe in secret sauces, then you've never been to an In-N-Out burger, because I'm telling you, animal style is where it's at. And while medication can't resolve the compulsions or help you differentiate when you're being absorbed into an obsessional sequence, it can turn down the noise around all the things, allowing you to be more fully you and for you to fight to be a more fully me. Not me me, but you me. Whether that's through response prevention or reducing inferential confusion. So we'll know a pill is not the only answer. It's also not the enemy. And despite many big feelings around medication, you are the only you that we've got. And you, fam, you are worth it. So medication support is coming in hot as my third treatment that quenches. But also, please note, I am not a doctor. I'm a therapist. But I'm not your therapist either. And this isn't therapy. So please follow up with your doctor regarding any of your healthcare needs. Additionally, the International OCD Foundation has some great resources and guidance on medication that are helpful in the treatment of OCD, along with recommended dosages, which typically are most helpful at higher dosages. I hate to break it to y'all. So this can be helpful information to discuss with your doctor, particularly general practitioners or family doctors that are newer to their acquaintance with OCD. If I was a betting woman, I would say they've met it. They just maybe don't know that they've met it. Talk about an awkward party. Have we met? Oh, no, we've met. We've met many times. I didn't realize you were you. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. And because psychiatrists are fewer and farther between, with sometimes long wait lists or an inability to take new patients, depending on how full their caseload already is, family doctors and pediatricians end up being primary prescribers. But again, don't take it from me. Talk with your doctors, fam. We are all unique individuals, and we're going to metabolize medications differently. And so when it comes to medication management, it should always be under the guidance and direction of your healthcare provider. But the good news is there's hope with ERP, ICBT, and medication support, which we can always infuse with ACT. That's acceptance and commitment therapy, which embraces living our value-driven lives mindfulness, and self-compassion fam. That last one's a pretty big biggie. <laughs> and with that, y'all, I'm full. So I'm out. But join me next week at the water cooler because we've got more dishing to do. Although hopefully that doesn't involve actual dishes because ugh, talk about a summer bummer. Dish duty's the worst. No, actually OCD is the worst. But hey, we'll have to talk about that more next week because you and I, we've got some living to do.